0: And we're here today to talk to you about Spring Equinox, also known as Ostara. So this year, 2020, Spring Equinox is falling on March 19th, um, which was shocking to both Veronica and I. feels early. It does feel early. Uh, We, you know, we kind of have in our minds, oh, it's like the 20th or the 21st or the 22nd, Mm -hmm. uh, which I guess means the 19th is actually only a day. It's only one day. (laughs) early (laughs) it does feel early so uh yeah anyway it's the 19th this year which means that you have a little less than a week from the time we launched this to plan what you are going to do to celebrate this equinox so emily what is the spring
1: (laughs) equinox
0: (laughs) what is this yeah so the spring equinox is that kind of midpoint um between the winter solstice and the summer solstice, and it also is right in between, um, Brigid and uh, Beltane. And what this time of year, what happens this time of year, is if the equinox is the point where it's the same amount of light as the same amount of dark. So we had that turning point around winter solstice where we started to move back towards longer days, and this is that next turning point where now the days. After the 19th, the days are going to be longer than the nights. Nice. That's like the love scientific it. one.
1: Yeah. Well, I love the equinox. I always think of equinox equal. Mm-hmm. There's this feeling of balance, of totally. light and dark. And I'm a Libra, so I <laughs> love balance. <laughs> there is this feeling of, uh, yeah, of, of being um, in balance with nature. Yeah. Really.
0: Yeah, I, and just speaking of balance, it takes me back to a ritual I remember that we did one year um, where we were walking, and we were like, I remember the moon was on one side and the sun was on the other side. Do you remember uh, this? We were know. out
1: at the park. We're we putting our hands out? Yeah, we put
0: our hands out, and and we're imagining holding, holding the sun in both. one side and the yeah. moon in the other side and that perfect balance. Um, and that just, to me, is such a beautiful image of what Equinox is. Is it's Mm -hmm. that it's kind of that pause, right? That still moment before we let the sun
1: really flood in, yeah. Um, And 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 spring kind of feels like a like our next you know talk, we're going to talk about transitions mm -hmm. and cycles. Um, but it feels like it's you know spring and fall, the equinoxes are Mm -hmm. kind of those pause moments like oh we're right in the center it's not the intensity of the heat of the summer right and it's not the intensity of the cold of the winter it's just kind of like it's unpredictable really yes it is
0: (laughs) i know here in northern california at this moment in time we have been having these super warm gorgeous days which has been lovely um And then today it is cold and overcast and we're expecting a big storm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really, you know, it's that balance and that, and like you said, transitory time, right? What's going to happen next? Are we going to have more rain or are we really going into spring or is it kind of that in between time? Um, And I definitely
1: think it's that in between time. And it can be unsettling. It can, I can leave you unsettled with the feeling of being unsettled. Um, as the stirring of the seeds happen, you know, there's this energy that starts to move and it's like, oh, what's happening now? What's going to happen next? Yeah. There's, it's yeah. that quickening, right? Yeah. The quickening starts. And
0: then in your body, you're like, wait, but I'm still kind of hibernating. Mm-hmm. Um But wait, actually, you know, it's that back and forth. And I think we might have talked about this at Bridget, or maybe I wrote something about it in a newsletter, but I remember thinking about this before, that idea that things are starting to awaken, but we're not totally awake yet. Um, And this is that shift. Yeah. Where we're going into the awakening. We're saying goodbye to the darkness.
1: Yes. (laughs) I'm ready.
0: (laughs) I'm so ready right now. Um. I know in my newsletter last year at, for Ostara, I talked about using this time to take a pause and um, reflect on what you have been hibernating, gestating, and brewing during the darker months. So it's like, what are you ready to burst forth with? Mm-hmm. Like, what seeds are gonna that you've planted are gonna grow now? Nice, yeah, right. That was really exciting. <laughs> that was <very> <laughs> exciting. <laughs>
1: it's like quickening, and now there's growth. Right. Then Bam! the growth starts to happen. And then you're confused because you're yeah. like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's growing now. What do I do with it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to water it. Ooh. <laughs> um, so why do we call it Ostara? Oh, in addition to spring equinox. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. So Ostara actually is the celebration of the goddess Yoyster. And I could be saying her name wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a Germanic goddess. And she represents springtime, fertility, rebirth. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it's about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I know, um, we have this book here, the goddess Oracle that goes with the goddess Oracle deck and there's a little story in there about Yoyster. Is that how we're? That working? is how it's,
1: um, written phonetically. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're going to say it. So Yes. We could- butchering it and we apologize yes totally (laughs) we're doing our very best um so i'll read a little passage from the goddess oracle um deck book um which is a wonderful deck it is a wonderful deck the goddess oracle um by amy Sophia and others marashinsky i believe is her last name marashinsky that's Mm -hmm. her amy Sophia marashinsky and it's
0: illustrated by Hirana john or janto or janto so again, we're sorry if we're saying these things wrong, um, <laughs> <laughs> but this deck is pretty awesome and it has wonderful like poems and rituals and little stories that go along with each card. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about some of the goddesses
1: out there, it's kind of a cool way to learn about them. Yeah. And, you just grab a card and yep. yep, see what she has to offer. So this passage talks about Oyster as being a symbol of springtime, new growth, and rebirth. And here's a little story about that. Once, when the goddess was coming in, coming in late, <laughs> a little girl found a bird close to death from the cold and turned to Yoyster for help. A rainbow bridge appeared and Yoyster came clothed in her red robe of warmth, vibrant sunlight which melted the snow. Spring arrived. Because the little bird was wounded beyond repair, Oyster changed it into a snow hare, who then brought rainbow eggs. As a sign of spring, Oyster instructed the little girl to watch for the snow hare to come to the woods. And it goes on to talk about
0: how the meaning of this card is really about um, bringing spring t- springtime or growth into your life. Um, and so when we think about Ostara, we are thinking about this growth and uh, the birth of, again, the sun coming back fully, um, being longer than the night, but also thinking about what's happening in the earth. Like that quickening mm-hmm. is happening beneath the soil. We're planting our gardens, you mm-hmm. know, we're, re- we're getting ready for things to burst forth. And and depending on where you live, this may already be happening. You That's know? true. We have, yes. we've already gone through most of our blossoms on the trees and the leaves are coming. <laughs> the leaves are coming. Yeah. I was noticing that on my yeah. plum tree this morning in the backyard. I was thinking, wow, you know, here's all the green. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, things are happening. They're producing. My chickens started laying eggs again. Oh, the,
1: I mean, this is the time. Yeah. When
0: you, your chickens start to lay eggs. Yeah. Because she was like, yeah. I'm done in the dark months. I'm not doing this anymore. And now the sun is longer out, out longer. <laughs> and she's. Going for it. So super proud of her. She's a very elderly chicken and she's just she's still still laying. laying eggs. That's amazing. I know. She's like eight or nine. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's awesome. I didn't know they could. I thought after two or three years they stopped producing eggs, but I guess I'm wrong. I only had chickens for a little bit. I think if you keep a
0: light on them all the time to keep them producing throughout the winter, that they will eventually stop because you're burning through all their eggs. Oh little chicken
1: sidebar. Right. Yeah. Sorry about <laughs> that, guys. Uh, but this <laughs> is a time eggs is a symbol of fertility. Exactly. I mean, we have Easter coming. Right. So think about Easter, right? Mm-hmm. So we think about,
0: I just want to do this kind of um, parallel with Christianity for a minute because we think about Easter and we think about the resurrection of Christ, mm-hmm. right? So it's this rebirth. Mm-hmm. And the symbolism is very much the same. And to anybody who might be listening to this who has a strong Christian background, i um, and believes in Christianity and the stories there. Um, I mean, no offense at all. I just want to draw the parallel to this time of year and to rebirth. Mm-hmm. And that when we when we celebrate Easter in more traditional ways, often what we're seeing, aside from you know outside of the church, but the more main mainstream um, Easter celebrations tend to be focused on eggs, egg hunt, yeah, Easter yeah. egg hunts, decorating eggs, yeah, right, and rabbits
1: making deviled eggs. Ew. I love <laughs> deviled eggs. <laughs> yeah. Emily does not like All eggs. things eggs. I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> but
0: yes, all of mm-hmm. these um, these celebrations have this kind of theme, this thread running through them of fertility, right? Mm-hmm. The rabbit, the bunny, they're breed, breeding like rabbits, right? Yes. So this um, this birth theme and then the eggs, which are also a symbol of birth and growth. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the time I get
1: fertilized.
0: Exactly. Well, that yeah. and just the birds. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about at your house. They're but, nesting. Oh, they are nesting. Yeah. I keep having to tell them, get out of my yard. You're making bad choices. I've got cats. <laughs> but they're not listening. So um, the eggs will be coming soon from them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So what are some other ways that we celebrate well, spring equinox? Yeah. So we Stara. we can plant seeds. We can literally
0: plant seeds, and we can cast a spell when we're doing them, um, focusing our intention on why are we planting these seeds? What do we want to grow in our lives? Like mm-hmm. it's a very simple way to create magic from a task that you might be doing anyway. And uh, it, yeah, it's it's very symbolic of spring
1: and spring cleaning.
0: Spring cleaning.
1: Spring cleaning. <laughs> like I just um went through this whole spring cleaning bout even pre-spring yeah where I was like I'm gonna take all my rugs out and I had them out in the sun and I was beating them down with a broom I felt like old school you know like cleaning it out and smudged my house and um, we also have had illness in the house so there's that too I was trying to clear that out um
0: but we also have had that, like we were mentioning, that beautiful sunny weather, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it it evokes those feelings of open the doors, let the yeah. air inside, you know. Yeah. Get the old out. Yeah. Get the yuck out. Say goodbye to the darkness, yeah. to yeah. the winter, to the collection of dust mm-hmm. and welcome in that new fresh air and fresh breath. So, yeah, mm-hmm. spring cleaning um, and spring cleaning, like you're saying, like doing some smoke clearing Doing some, um, you know, even washing, like creating some type of water that you want to wash with. Maybe you use your moon water. That yeah, you we charged. have a whole podcast about cleansing. Yeah, yeah. So there's all sorts of ways to do that. Um, even doing something as as simple as well, it's not that simple if your closet looks like mine. But cleaning out your closet and <laughs> taking <laughs> a, couple, a challenge, yes, taking a couple bags out to um, to donate. You know, that can feel really, I don't know. It feels good. It feels good. It feels clearing and organizing. And yeah, so those are some things that you can do. Um, One of the things I often bring up for most holidays is to move your body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get out and move, especially if the weather's nice. Yes.
1: I really want to do this.
0: Yeah. So using the word quickening, Mm -hmm. right? If you can think about getting your blood moving and flowing and your breath moving and flowing. Um, And just really feeling into that energy of spring, whatever that looks like for you. And I would encourage you to do it outside.
1: Yeah. Go for a hike or a walk or gardening or whatever. Or dance. Crank up
0: some tunes and shake your booty. (laughs) (laughs) So those are some other ways. And, of course, the traditional ways, like we were talking about Easter, Mm -hmm. decorating eggs. Um is a great thing to do. It's really fun. Kids love it, right? You might even blow out eggs I don't, where you poke a hole in both sides and then you blow through the egg and blow the yolk out. You can create, you know, a dish out of that. Mm-hmm. But then you have this hollow egg and you can paint them or, or draw on them um, or dye them. And
1: they're lovely and they're great for altar pieces. I've never done that before. Really? I've always wanted to. Oh
0: my gosh. I know. I know it's, so I know it's fun. simple. Yeah. 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 Um, another really totally not exactly star <laughs> activity, but it's an egg activity and kids would love this. So if you've got kiddos at home, this is kind of just a fun, um, like science project. If you take an egg and you set it in a bowl of vinegar, have you ever done this? No, I don't know what you're going to say right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this by the way, is kind of a sidebar from spring equinox, but it's a great, fun, silly spring activity to do. The vinegar eats away the shell of the egg, Ooh. and it leaves the membrane. So you end up with like a jellied egg. Weird. So it's kind of a fun, silly thing to do with, um, with kids. Cool. Yeah, I did it for a science project as a kid. And then you touch it? I mean, when well, do you, you break? No, because the that membrane is yeah, actually so pretty firm. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, y- yes, you you know you don't want to like squeeze it because that would be. Probably messy, but but it's pretty um, rubbery. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just a little fun, silly side thing. Um, but yeah, you can do all these things with eggs, including
1: egg divination. Yes. We we do this almost every year. Not all every year, but almost every year in our group, mm-hmm. um, we do egg divination. So you get hard boiled eggs. Or you have your friend hard-boil them if you're Emily because you can't stand the she doesn't like eggs. <laughs> she doesn't like <laughs> hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. So, yeah, your hard-boiled eggs. Yes. And then you divide it in into, into four, four sections.
0: Yeah. With a marker. That's right. Um, and then you make lengthwise lines. So, you start start at the top and go all the way to the bottom in four sections. Um, so, when we do it in our group, what we tend to do is a meditation beforehand. That's true, to get what we want to write on our egg. Right. But you – so you could potentially do a meditation and um, I actually think I can include a link with this. If I can't, I uh, you can find it in my blog at wisewomanwitchery.com in the blog section that has a meditation that you can do um, to get the information that you want to put on your
1: egg. Otherwise, just brainstorm. Yeah. Like it could it, be – what – you know, what are some things that are coming up for you that you're wanting to grow? Maybe like Mm -hmm. I had some questions like, should I start a new job or, you know, maybe this job or maybe that job or where should I put my energy? And I would put four different things that I had that I thought I, you know, I was interested in putting my energy because, you know, we have all these thoughts and I don't know what I want to do. So it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll put that on there and see what happens. Yes. And then you take your egg and
0: you roll it. so Create a ramp somehow. Or if you don't have a ramp, you can
1: just roll a it hill. gently across the floor. Or or a hill. Or a hill. Like I did in my backyard. There's just oh. like a slight little slope. Yeah. You don't need a huge
0: slope or a huge ramp. Um, I mean, we've used a cat scratcher before oh, to do this. Right. <laughs> remember that here. <laughs> um, one of those slopey ones. But, but again, if you don't
1: have that, you can totally just r- roll it across the floor and that would be fine. Yeah, and then whatever side comes up is like the answer. So, let's say I wanted to work on my bake, you know, one of one of the things was baking. So put, you know, baking came up one year. So I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to maybe I need to focus on baking right now." So that's it's super fun and um yeah, just kind of a a, a neat springtime and also it's divination. So You can get an answer to a question, maybe. And if you wanted to
0: layer some of this, you could do this and then take whatever it was that it landed on. And that's the thing. That's your intention as you plant seeds. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So those are some options. So now that you have some ideas about celebrating spring equinox, I also just want to touch in a little bit about the masculine and feminine energy that's happening during this time. So when we think about the sun, um, often we kind of categorize this energy as being more masculine, more driven. It makes me think of the chariot card that uh, in, you know, in the tarot deck of this kind of this in motion energy. And, you know, we discussed quickening and growth and all of that, that is bursting forth this time of year. Um, it's also, you know, that energy of starting something new of, mm-hmm. uh, setting a ball in motion. So we can think about as the days get longer, that sun is really coming in and it's feeding the feminine energy. that earth, Yeah, the earth energy. So there's this union that's occurring between that masculine and feminine, um, which we definitely celebrate on a whole nother level at Beltane. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll talk more about that when we get to that point in the wheel of the year. But this is the start of that. This is that sun energy um, coming forth and being driven, um, and the female energy that's opening to that, so that she can blossom as well. Yeah, I mean
1: the sun is warming the earth. Yes, literally. Yes, to enable the plants to
0: grow. Totally. So I just wanted to touch on that piece as well, because so much of, you know, celebrating the wheel of the year focuses on kind of that masculine and feminine relationship, mm-hmm. and the way those interact throughout the different seasons. Um, And I know I was reading a book earlier called The Magical Year, and it was talking about uh, that kind of like, that way that the masculine and feminine energy goes from mother to consort and back to mother again, of this sort of back and forth, um, which I can talk more about at another time. But I just think it's important to note the masculine and feminine balance and relationship that occurs throughout the year
1: and, and within us. And oyster is actually she's like the maiden, uh-huh. so there's that um, that potential for fertility, right?
0: Yes, good point. So when we're thinking about maiden, mother, crone, mm-hmm. and different cycles of femininity um, or the feminine life cycle, which is not just limited to maiden, mother, crone, there's a lot more to it than that. Um, but it's one of the ways that the female life cycle gets discussed or um, honored
1: yeah and so the earth and the um, it feels like the earth and the Sun are coming together they're they're actually joining together now mm-hmm. um, to create this you know growth um, and balance there's this light and dark balance it's right with like the masculine feminine it's both sides hmm
0: so it's also a nice time to kind of think about what, how does, how do those energies play out in you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, is this a time when bringing forth more of that drive energy for you could be beneficial? Uh, is, you know, is that out of balance or imbalance for you in your day-to-day life? Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, just themes of this are
1: kind of cool mm-hmm. to look
0: at within yourself as well as what's happening in
1: earth. Yeah, in it's earth. a really special time of year. Yeah. Springtime. I mean, we all have this, and most people have the feeling of like, oh, thank goodness, Winter's over. Yes. You know, and that sign of that spring is like this sense of um I don't know, like relief. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. And definitely. hope and hope. Yeah. Yes, the hope is definitely there. Um So that's all I have for right now. How about yeah. you? Any other pieces
1: of mm-hmm. the puzzle that we may have forgotten that you can think of? No, I feel I feel complete and We have this um, beautiful goddess oracle deck we were discussing, Um, and Emily is going to pick a card for us. Yes, I am.
0: I'm shuffling them right now.
1: You know, because gotta put the mojo in there.
0: Yeah, got the mojo in there. Mm Got to clear past energy out. Move it around.
1: Okay, which goddess wants to come forth? Look. She is no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. I Hecate. mean, it's not funny. <laughs> Hecate, <laughs> which but is interesting. It is yeah. Hecate
0: is the triple goddess, but she's also mm-hmm. often associated just with the head. That is true. The crown, mm. the crown. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of saying goodbye to that. This darkness.
1: Yeah. Um. What do you think? Should I read that? Oh yeah, the mythology. Yeah. So I'm, this once again, this is the book. Um, that comes with the goddess Oracle deck, and this talks about Hecate is considered by some to be a moon goddess, and by others a uh, goddess of midwives, birth, fertility, the dark of the moon. Ah, uh, there we go, birth and fertility. Uh-huh. So that's the other side there, magic, wealth, education, ceremonies, and the underworld. Mm-hmm. Worshipped at the places where three roads cross, she would walk. Around, oh, abroad on nights when the moon was dark, attended by a pack of hounds. People honored her by leaving offerings at the crossroads. As Crone, she also formed a triad with Persephone, the maiden, and Demeter, the mother. Mm-hmm.
0: What I love about that is the crossroads, right? Because mm-hmm. you can also think about this turning of the wheel as the crossroads, we're coming into the next step. How are you? Which direction are you going to take with your own growth and your mm. own opportunity? And um, yeah, I like to bring it all back to you in case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> 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 this pertain to us, as mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, but yeah, cool beautiful. Thank beautiful. you, Hecate. Thank you, Hecate. All right, wise women and men we um that's it all we got for this week happy equinox yes (laughs) enjoy celebrate be merry and we'll be back with you next week to talk a little bit about endings beginnings and
1: cycles and yeah transitions the way we
0: cycle round and round so until then blessed be